And I want this evening to, to share some things that I shared on Wednesday, 1st February 2023. This when we began, the year began, and we were praying for the nation. But the Lord reminded me of, of this, what I shared on that, that week. I say last Sunday after Brother Kyoko ministered, and I said this, and I say this, I'm, I'm not in the political system. I'm, I live in a higher place than that. I've been raised together with Christ, and I have been made to sit together with him. Far above all principalities and powers and dominions and might. That should be you and I, and we should think in that way. We've been raised together with him. We've been made to sit together with him far above all principality, power, dominion, and might. And then, so to say this, and, and I said last Sunday, uh, some believers even right now when you look at the nation, they look through the lens of political affiliations. That's wrong. And probably if I say some things here by the Spirit, uh, uh, by the Spirit, I may have some people offended because they think of I'm leaning towards one political uh, area. But as a prayer, listen this, as an intercessor, as a person who knows the Lord and knows the presence of the Lord, you need first to, to know his heart in a situation and pray from that place. And again, that, that's exactly what it is, actually praying from his presence, is, is first, oh my goodness. That's why first in the, in the tabernacle, you have to know how to enter into the Holy of Holies, the old covenant. And there now the priest will turn, of course, after worshiping the Lord supernatural into the presence of God. And that's when now he'll start now praying for the people. The high priest, the way God said it was, they had stones over here, left and right, around here actually, carrying into the presence of God, which represented the 12 tribes of Israel. And I remember years ago, the Lord, I was, I was so young in my salvation, but the Lord revealing this to me that an intercessor actually carries uh, people, so to speak, in his heart. It's not a carrying like a bird, and you understand that. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about which believers sometimes they go into another ditch of burden. Oh, we have the burden of the Lord, my brother. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about a heart that has been touched by the presence of God that there is constant communication with the Father. And you'll drop some thoughts in your heart even concerning individuals. And you'll pray for them many times. You'll be spontaneous. That is not like 10 items that you are praying for. None of that. I asked the Lord, and most likely you've heard me say this, I asked the Lord one time on um, when he made it so clear to me that I was going to get married to Tina, I mean, it was, it didn't look like it. But he spoke to me and he made it so clear. One time I asked him, Lord, I really want a confirmation because I've heard believers say that you need a confirmation, they need such a confirmation. And he told me this, you don't. I thought, what do you mean by that? And he took me to John 8. Jesus says, even when I speak, I'm not alone. I speak. In fact, he says, at some point, he says, my doctrine is not mine. He spoke, listen to this, church. He spoke the heart of the Father. He had no words of himself. He had the words of the Father. I want you to listen to this. And the Lord said this to me. 
The reason you know this is because you have come into my presence and mingled with my presence and my plan. And therefore, when you start speaking, the things that are coming out, the, the things that you are speaking, they are not your plans. They are my plans. But the only way to enter in there is to know how to enter into his presence. And I'm telling you, it is not one of those fast foods. Instant coffee, instant tea. Like Miss Ruth, I, had, I used one of the word some, some years ago. You have to know how to get into the presence of God and be marinated with the divine. That is important. And your political, political party won't enter in there. His purposes will. They'll be revealed to you. And you won't pray concerning an individual. You're dealing with principalities and powers of wickedness. I'm telling you the intention of the devil in this hour is to disrupt the lives of Kenyans that nothing we've ever seen. Many times we stay in the seat, we don't know what's happening in the lives of people. A time like this, last, last week we've just left Rendile land. I'm telling you, I wept and wept and wept. I could not imagine of people living the way those people are living out there. Now I'm not being political, but I'm telling you the truth. Why? Would anyone be thinking of politicking, politicking at this time instead of building the people, feeding the people of Kenya, helping them that they may not starve? That's demonic. That's demonic. And church, until we wake up above our tribal divisions, we will not be effective. We'll be living in low places. That's not the will of God. Believers ought to live high. Believers ought not to think about Kikuyus, Luos, Luyas, whatever it is, Griamas. We shouldn't. We should think of eternal home. We should think of eternal assignment in Christ. That we release the glory of God, that we release power in our intercession. Before then, there will be no effective prayers. So do you know what I say again by the Spirit of God? Come up higher. And I believe you have that desire. That's why you're here this evening. Now then, concerning our nation, continue saying about praying for the nation. That's why this is so important, church. Even right now, we enter into God's presence in our praying time. Again, I told you this. Your political, system, your political part won't enter in there. It may not be exactly that, but let me give you something from the scriptures. Daniel is being told by, by Michael. He says that I, I actually, I mean the, the angel, what was that? That was Gabriel. And it's been said that after this, the prince of Persia shall come. He was fighting with the demonic spirits and he calls it the prince of Persia. Let's go to Daniel 10 quickly. Uh, I can tell I'm going different direction, but that's fine. Listen, please, today with spiritual ears. Look at Daniel 10, 12. Then he said to me, so that's the angel of God. He said to me, do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God. That's a key right there. I'm going to speak some things this Sunday about how we need to humble ourselves before the word of God. And that is the fear of God, actually. That you humble yourself before your God. Your words were hard and have come because of your words. 
God's response to the words of his people. And then he says this, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Were they in the palace? Come on now, church. Were those in the palace? No. An angel of the Lord is a spirit. Is spirit. They are spirits. So, he was not fighting with flesh and blood. He calls them the kings. He calls them prince of Persia. If you understand that in the new covenant, then you, you have to think of Ephesians chapter 6. For we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and dominions, you know, just all wicked, evil, wicked, what? Evil spirits, actually, in high places. That's what this angel is telling Daniel. That's what he withstood me for 21 days. Who's that? Demonic spirits. What does he call them? He calls them the prince of the kingdom of Persia. So the demonic world is, has hierarchy and they rule. You may, you may try to prove me wrong or you may think and um, probably go to the scriptures and try to say something else. But I, with this, I think there's a prince of Kenya in the demonic world. And one of the statilities and deceptions he carries around him is corruption, tribalism. He has his juniors, but he's a prince of, 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 of Kenya. So I don't think, oh, that is doctrinal, right? Hey, we see here from the scriptures. But that's why I've just prayed right now in that Ephesians chapter, chapter, uh, chapter 2. Verse 6 says, we have been raised together with him. We have been made to sit far above. Never pray. Can I, have, I give you a mindset? Never pray from the ground up. And in his presence, look at those principalities far below. They've been stripped. Listen to this. But they are empowered by the words of men. I hope you heard that. They are empowered by the words of men. And many times, especially, different political systems they have they empower, they empower those demonic forces. There's no violence that happens in any nation without someone having uttered for it to happen. Wars. Angels respond to the words of God. They hearken to the voice of his word. Demonic spirits hearken to the voice of demonic empowered men. Then we must be careful of the words that we are going to speak. And not agree with the words of politicians, but we agree with the words, the word of God. Now I know this is not popular, but we have to think about the kingdom of God. I got in the vehicle the other day when we are we going to, to, to Marsabit. And I, I sat there, I think at some point you are passing through just before Nanyuki. Kiganjo, that route over there in Chaka area, if those you know those areas. And, and, I, and I thought, why am I going? If I was going to New York City and Washington and on that, get so excited. Probably people get excited, they are going to New York City, what do you call the capital of uh, Switzerland? You know, all those Zurich and all those places, and you just, ah, oh, just, ah. Your brothers and sisters are smiling. You're going there for two weeks and a cruise ship and all that. And I thought, well, I'm going there in the bushes and I'm so excited because I feel your presence and your pleasure in me. 
the will of God becomes so important to us than the selfish ambitions and the thoughts of men. That's what we desire. The angel responded to the words of Daniel. Demonic forces respond to the words of men. There's no violence in any nation. No killings in any nation. Until there's a man like Hitler that is used by the devil to destroy the lives of people. Let's be careful. Let's deal with the demonic spirits and not any political affiliation. But this is what I, uh, I spoke there on the 1st of February. Hope we'll be able to get into some time now to pray. I spoke in the 1st of February. There's something that I say. We need peace in our nation so that we can build and prosper. The chaos, the unrest, in fact, one of the words that they use, in, especially in Chronicles and, and in Chronicles and Kings, he says this, and during his time there was rest. What do they say even when they are reporting? They report of political unrest. We need rest. We need peace in our nation so that we may build and prosper. Without that, that will not happen. Let me give you an example. Right now, even whatever's been happening over to Baragoy and on and on and on and on. Can anyone want to build anything there? Come on now. Do your respond. Would you want to build anything in Baragoy? Have you ever have you seen on Facebook on Nation Classified a plot in Baragoy? Send your impressor quickly. Because it's a hot cake in Baragoy. You, you've seen any, any of that? None whatsoever. But what about Kabulu? Siokimao. Pesa chap chap, plot chap chap. They are because there is an aspect or some levels of, of peace. Gidurai. Plot in Gidu. There are some aspect of, of, of peace. Not the peace like heaven. You understand that? But look at this. You can build or prosper and prosper in chaos. In chaos. Let me take you to the scriptures. Let's go to First Chronicles 22 quickly. I'll give you the word. I'll show you from the scriptures. In Chronicles 22, 1 Chronicles 22, David wanted to build. And God said, no, you won't. It's the reason. Look at verse 5. Now David says, Solomon, my son, is young and inexperienced. Of course, David said, uh, oh, let's start there for the sake of time. So David said, Solomon, my son, is young and inexperienced. And the house to be, to be built for the Lord must be exceedingly magnificent. Are you seeing that? The house to be built for the Lord must be what? Exceedingly magnificent. I'm telling you one day. This is the temple. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. I'm the temple. You are the temple. But mark my words. This house will be built so good. So good. All this is temporary. In fact, you're going to change the platform is going to come over there. It will be good. You'll come to church, you don't want to go. First because of the glory of God, <laughs> but also you want to say. And we'll have some, okay, let's go over there. Magnificent, 
famous and glorious throughout all countries. I'll now make preparation for it. So David made abundant preparations before his death. And listen to this, what he said. Then he called to his son Solomon and charged him to build a house for the Lord God of Israel. And David said to Solomon, my son, as for me, it was in my mind to build a house. To do what? To build a house to the name of the Lord my God. But the word of the Lord came to me saying, You have shed much blood and have made great wars. You shall not build a house for my name because you have shed much blood on the earth in my side. Behold, a son shall be born to you who shall be what? A man of rest. Rest building. Rest building. Look at this. From all his enemies all around, his name shall be Solomon, which means what? I told you some weeks ago. I'll start baptizing you with what if he's just talking that way. I told you some weeks ago that name Solomon means what? Peaceful. Peaceful. That's what it means. Peaceful. And so, behold, a son shall be born to you who shall be a man of rest, and I'll give him rest from all his enemies all around. His name shall be Peaceful Solomon. That name came from the Lord. Listen to this. For I will give him what? Quiet. I'll give him what? Peace and quietness to Israel in his days. Why? He had been... He was, being, he was coming in actually to build the house, the temple. If you go to Deuteronomy chapter 12, you'll see that God says there's a time that is coming that there will be a house for, my, a house for all the tribes. So actually he was fulfilling the word of God. She shall build a house for my name and he shall be my son and I'll be his father and he'll establish the throne of his kingdom over is over Israel forever. I will give peace and quietness to Israel in his days. What does verse 10 say? He shall do what? Build. Peace and quietness equals to building and prospering. All right? Now then, so you see that. Look at verse 18, verse 17. David also commanded all the leaders of Israel to help Solomon. His sons say, that's why when the government comes in place, all the leaders should come around. If really their heart is for the nation, they should all come around and say, let's build our nation. And we wait until the next election, election year. You're quiet. I hope you are higher in a higher place. Let's come around and build our nation. Let's, let's, let's remove a famine and let's, let's get rid of, of all the fightings and all that. Let us all come together. But what do you see in the political system? Selfishness. Thank God. I saw the other day, I'm, I'm driving some, is it two weeks ago? I'm driving, coming from Vega, the Olm Vega, and I'm driving, coming towards Parklands, and I saw... The sight I've loved, I've liked all the years and admired going, admired going through the trees under just nice, cool place. And I found tractors. They had all removed all those good trees. Nothing is so bare. The sun of February just burning over there. Do you know what I said? I, I was grieved in my heart. I don't, you know, oh yeah, road expansion. Okay, that's fine. But listen to this. I said in my heart, thank God this world is not my home. I'll leave it. Let them destroy it. <laughs> Serious, I thought that way. It just gripped my heart. I don't want anyone who's seen it. Only Murad, anyone who's seen it? Did you rejoice? Praise God, we're having dual. Courage, I don't, I don't know. Anyone? You've seen it? Anyone who's seen it? That gripped my heart. I thought, oh. And I'm telling you, when I was driving down, going down the river, I said, thank God. God, this is not my home. I'll be home one day. Okay. Ha, ha, ha. Listen to this. David also commanded all the leaders of Israel to help Solomon, his son, saying, Is not the Lord your God with you? And has he not given you what? 
rest on every side, for he has given the inhabitants of the land into my hand, and the land is subdued before the Lord and before his people. Look at verse 19. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Therefore arise and build the sanctuary of the Lord God to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the holy articles of God into the house that is to be built for the name of the Lord. You saw that? You saw building? You saw rest? Quietness, building. All right? Come on. Oh, okay. Let me, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Simple example. A husband and wife, if you are having constant push and whatever they call them, push and pull, constant, will you be thinking now, now we are going to build? You all look at me as if you, your marriage was made in heaven and you stayed in heaven. You know what I'm talking about? There, there isn't. There's no building. What, what building comes in when there is peace? Now you start looking at, we can do this, sweetheart. I think we can do this. I think we can do this. But if there's constant turmoil, you'll not build anything. If there's any building, in secret. Title did put away. First Kings 4.20 quickly. First Kings 4.20. I remember the first time we started putting even the foundation here in this land. In 2005. Sure. Good Lord. It was like all hell broke loose for us to lose this land. When we started putting the foundation, I'm telling you, the people around, and many of them used in high position, they fought us. They'll come even at night to want to attack our guards. My phone will be ringing at night. They came and they say, we grabbed this land. This is land, public land, and on and on and on. They did. They fought. Big politi politicians, actually, took us to court. They started dying one after another. I'm serious, they did. One after another. I remember the last time I went to court, I found the person who was there was even a caretaker. Those guys were dead. <laughs> Seriously. I'm telling you, verily, verily. Is the caretaker. You remember that caretaker? I told you and said, I know that man is a caretaker. He's just a caretaker. He's being asked questions he doesn't even know. And, and the government took it up upon themselves because it, everything was done legal. We had, I had all the papers. And he's being asked questions he even didn't know. Ten years later, that's when now we finally, the the, gov the, the judge said that, or the high court said, that's this nonsense. This, this land belongs to the church. But the constant. I remember one council was elected over here, and he, 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 he wrote, you know, those are the, the, what do they call it? The one that they demand you go meet with them. They call it what? Like lawyers do what? They give what? They summon, he summon. So I went to Tomorrow, Rui, the, at the chief place, and the, the councillor had just been elected, and he said that you stole the land. I looked at him, and he said, you need to bring the papers over here. I looked at him. I didn't even bother so much. I left. I wrote a letter, and I dropped it and said, talk to our lawyer regarding this. That's the last time I heard of him, even when you hear him, he's not in any political scene. Nothing. <laughs> We're here. God had given Pastor Sweden and Carl a, a word for us that you'll be, a, I'll appoint for you a place. You remember that? Those who were here. And I'll, you'll move no more. I went some years ago. We had that function, Miss Ruth, and there's a, a certain gentleman who was invited, a family friend. And, and he said this. Remember that function? He said that. These people, we fought and fought them not to be in that church compound, that compound. You mean they're such good people? Can you imagine? Yeah, 
he had come to a function, or a certain function we had of the staff in the residential house. And now he started realizing these people, we fought them. We didn't even know them, but we are fighting them. Can you imagine that, that nonsense that happened? Demonic spirit. Thank God, many years we are here and will not be moved by any demonic spirit. Every spirit that died, tried, the people died, and we are alive. Okay, 420, look at this, verse 20, 420, 1 Kings 420. Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sand by the sea in multitude, and, and uh, eating and drinking and rejoicing. Do you know when you, we do that? When there's rest, when there's peace, when there's quietness, eating, and drinking and rejoicing. So Solomon reigned over all kingdoms from the river to the land of Philippines as far as the border of Egypt. They brought tribute and served Solomon all the days of his life. Now you can go on and check out how many. Let me read. Let me just amaze you a little bit. Verse 22. Now Solomon's provision for one day was 30 cores. Those who come from Western is Koro Koro. Cores. Of fine flour, actually, say I think cause is like a ton. Uh, cause of fine flour, 60 cores of meal, 10 fatted oxen, 20, uh, 20 oxen from the pastors, and 100 sheep besides deer, gazelles, roebucks, and fatted fall every day. One day, that was the food. That's what rest does. All right, now look at this, verse 24. For he had dominion over all the region on this side of the river from Tipsha, Tipsa, even to Gaza, named all over all the kings on this side of the river, and he had what? Peace on every side, all around. That's such a key to building. And Judah and Israel, look, look at this, look at this. And Judah and Israel, remember Judah, there are two tribes which was Judah and Benjamin. Israel were 10 tribes. All right? Just to refresh you of that. Uh, Israel was 10 tribes. Uh, Judah was that Benjamin and Judah. Now look at this. Remember at some point when King Solomon, after King Solomon's death, there was Rehoboam his son, and the kingdom was divided. But look at this at this time. And Judah and Israel dwelt what? Safely. In other words, the tribes. The tribes, when there is peace, that is so important to build and, and prosper. All people in a nation are one. That has been our undoing in this nation. Division. And Judah and Israel dwelt safely, each man under his vine and his fig tree, from Dan as far as Beersheba, all the days of Solomon. Why is that so? God decreed the name of Solomon was peaceful. And that's what they had all through. Okay. Is that clear? Hold on, let me show you something. You can read in your own time. It's intriguing. Let's go to Second Chronicles 14. Find another king called Asa. So Abijah rested with his fathers and they buried him in the city of David. Then also his son read in this place in the days. In his days the land was what? Quiet for 10 years. All right? Now I'm not saying Kenya Kwanzaa for 10 years. You understand that? So that I may remove you again from. <laughs> but he's saying for 10 years. It was quiet. Now look at this. Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. For he removed the altars and the foreign gods and the high places and broke down the sacred pillars and cut down the wooden images. In other words, he brought the nation into one focus, worshipping the only true God. That's critical. But look at this. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to observe the law and the commandment. He also removed the high places and the incest altars from the cities of Judah and the kingdom was quite under him. And he built fortified cities in Judah for the land had what? Look at this. Verse 6. And he built 
fortified cities in Judah. This is why he built for the land or because the land had rest. He had no war in those years because the Lord had given him what? Rest. Rest, quietness, building. Alright, look at this then. Verse 7. Therefore he said to Judah, let us what? Let us build these cities. He had quietness for how many years? Ten years. What was, he had listened to this. If you have war all over and unrest, you'll not build as a nation. You'll not build. Do you remember years ago when you used to have like in the city, those who are born there, not the recent ones, in the city, there are no those uh, uh, metal bars on the, for window shopping. You remember that? You'd just be walking and, and you'd just be seeing over there. And just things were there until riots increased. If you remember, and I think I'm right, the first places they started putting those metal bars was around University Way because of the crazy University of Nairobi students that time. They had lots of money, they were being given boom. Then they say that this time we didn't have chapati in our meal. And they start stoning those places, University Way, and on and on and on. Those who are born those years, I'm not talking about some of you. On University Way. Am I right? That's where they started putting those, because of the university students. But then, riots increasing, increase in our city. Now, I don't know anyone would think of just leaving it to the glasses. But many times you go to other nations, uh, in European countries and all that, they're just there. No one will break. That's never good for a nation. You cannot build and prosper without rest. That rest is critical. So he did. So he said, let us build this these cities and make walls around them and towers, gates and bars while the land is yet before us because we have sought the Lord our God. Look at that. Because we have sought the Lord our God. We have sought him and he has done what? He has given us rest on every side. So what happened next? Shout it. Come on now, shout it. So they built and prospered. Why? There's a key behind there. Let us build these cities and make walls around them and towers, gates, and bars while the land is yet before us because we have sought the Lord our God. We have sought him and he has given us rest on every side. That is such a key. He has given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. That's critical for a nation. That's why we need right now. We need peace. Let's go to Jeremiah 29 quickly. I want you please to be going back into the scriptures praying for a nation. You know, you can be there without really principles and the presence of God. You can go, Father, help our nation. Help our nation. Help. Help our nation. You, you can do that. And there's nothing much. But you can get principles in place. And there's something that happens inside of you. And I'm telling you, Jesus said this, I'll build my church upon the rock. What's that? Revelation knowledge. That's what the devil fears. What did I say, go? Jeremiah 29. Now listen this quickly over, over here. That's why we need peace, which is rest for a nation. These are the words of the letter that Jeremiah, the prophet, sent from, Jer from Jerusalem. Let me say to you quickly what happened. A Jeremiah, as a prophet, is still in Jerusalem. Then the Judah, Israel, have been taken into captivity. They were in Babylon. Jeremiah is still in Jerusalem. So he sends letters. I think by that time, I'm not so sure. It seems like he was an old man. But he sends the letters to the people of God who are in captivity in Babylon. 
he sends them a letter. And then he says this. Is that clear? You, you see this, the, the, the point there. The, so, to re, so Jeremiah, now these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem to the reminder of the elders who are carried away captive. So the elders in captivity, the priests in captivity, the prophets and all people whom Nebuchadnezzar carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. This is Judah. This happened after Jeconiah, on and on and on and on. So look at this. The letter was sent by the hand of Elasa, the son of Shaphan, and on and on and on, and then saying this, verse 4. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who are carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and dwell in them, plant gardens and eat their fruit. What are false prophets telling them? Rebel. And some kings actually tried rebelling and they were killed by Nebuchadnezzar because they had violated God's word. Now, as it was written even in the law, because of that violation, God has let them be taken into captivity. So no one was going to fight against that. Jeremiah had the word of the Lord. That whole captivity was going to take 70 years. If you find in the book of Daniel, Daniel was praying, and when he's reading through the scrolls, he sees Jeremiah saying, actually, 70 years. But the prophets, false prophets, or people who have dreamt, many on YouTube, the YouTube of that time in, 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 in Babylon is just giving out false, false information. But Jeremiah was a true prophet. He writes a letter and he says this. This is his YouTube channel. You need to subscribe to Jeremiah's YouTube channel. Build houses, dwell in them, plant gardens, and eat the fruit. Listen, take wives and beget sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons and give your daughters to house husbands so that they may bear sons and daughters that you may be increased, they are not diminished. In other words, this, he wanted to protect his seed. Now look at this. And, verse 7, seek the peace of the city. But do you see that is critical also for them to be able to build is to seek the peace of the city where I've caused you to be carried away captive and pray for the Lord for pray to the Lord for it. For what? Shout it. For its peace you'll have peace. For in its peace you'll have peace. To do what? To prosper. To build. To have weddings. To have children. That's why we need peace for our nation. In its peace, you'll have peace. And look at verse 8. For thus says the Lord God of the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let your prophets, your diviners, there are so many nowadays. Your prophets and your diviners who are in your midst deceive you. No, listen to your dreams which you cause to be dreamed. <clears throat> oh, I've had people give those dreams. I saw you in a dream. I saw that sister in a dream. Bathing in very dirty water. I said, what? So what is that? You know, I'm, 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 I'm okay. For they prophesy falsely to you in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. For thus says the Lord, after 70 years, in other words, the captivity was going to turn around after what? 70 years. So anyone who was prophesying before then was a lie. God had not sent them. But in the cities, peace. You'll have peace. Church, in the peace of this nation, you'll have peace. I believe, I'm going to say, and I'm believing, I'm saying it by the Spirit of God. This is 2023. In the next 10 years, we believe in God for peace. Many of you, if not all, you'll have good homes right now in this, here in this city. That's why you need to seek the Lord. 
said homes, plural. Because that's what the Bible says. Uh, no, don't, don't figure it out. Just obey the Lord and follow him. Lastly. So you see, I didn't read verse 11. Because usually skip all the scriptures, but read verse 11. Jeremiah 22, 9, 11. Probably even today we have in your status on WhatsApp. Okay. 1 Timothy 2, 1, 6, 1 to 6, quickly. And I want us to pray. <clears throat> 1 Timothy 1. Now, we're talking about why we need peace in this nation. You see that? Therefore, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. For kings and all in authority that you may lead a what? A quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. Riots. Is that peaceable life? Let me say it. If you went on Monday and all over there are chaos and riots, is that a peaceable life? Is that God? Oh, you are coming against us, you know, as we are in. No, I'm, I'm not talking. Come up higher. Come up higher. I'm a pastor. I'm not a politician. Come up higher. Peaceable life and all godliness and reverence. That's not peaceable life. That's not uncertainty. On, on Monday, you're, you're locking your business because you don't know what, who's going to come around it. That's not peace. We need to pray for the peace of this nation. We need to get rid of demonic spirits. In the realm of the spirit. I'm not talking about political party. I'm talking about realm of the spirit. I saw, and I think I still have it written and I have to check it out. I saw some, some, some months ago, I think it was January, in a, in, a, in a prayer meeting, in the staff prayer meeting, I saw in the eyes of, of my, my eyes of the spirit, I saw an angel. Now, we, we are praying, and I, I could sense, I was in the, in the, not so much of, to say, in the heaven of heaven's presence, but in the second heaven. But above, I could see like I was above it. And I could see the chaos. Upheaval, that's the word. Upheaval. And uh, I thought, oh God, what's happening over there? But I saw an angel and amazing, it was just a huge angel, was one foot in the waters, in the, in the ocean. And it looked like just then Mombasa. And this side, at the, on, on the side. And it was huge. And they were like demonic spirits. They, they were like, I could tell, like demonic spirits coming through a boat, you know, on water. They were coming like a tide, a heavy, you know, waves. And when they looked, he looked, and they just fizzled out. And there was nothing. And then I believe I had this. The chaos you are seeing will fizzle out as fast as it has been coming around. But we need to pray. Will you enter into his presence tonight? This evening? And I don't, don't start, I mean, don't, don't go into that binding state. You understand of just, oh Lord, we bind, we bind so and so. No, don't think about those times. Let's enter into his presence and let him guide us and lead us. I know it, I have been in prayer and I know some things, so we need just to enter into it again and start experiencing that. Is that clear? We're praying for the nation tonight. Just stand up on your feet, please. Please be free. I think we have some few minutes here. Just be free. And listen to the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me have keyboard playing just softly over here. Let's just believe the Lord here for his leading tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Just lift up your hands to him, please. Father, thank you. Your will, Father. Is more important to us than 
personalities and parties and you've seen your will so clear your will is peace your will is quietness your will is for this nation to build and prosper Thank you, Lord. Just lift your hands to him, desiring his will. His presence is the one which is going to help us here tonight. Thank you, Father. Now, Father, move us in your will, in our prayers this evening. Not what we think, we've seen your word. Your word says it's the spirit who gives life, the flesh profits nothing. Quicken, quicken, quicken us, quicken our spirits, quicken us, Father, for the utterance of heaven. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and just pray. If you want to walk around, that's fine. But just, just go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. And pray with understanding. If you can have on the screen there Psalm 35. From verse 1 to 10. The Lord reminded me of this. You remember we prayed this over the elections. He gave it to us. He reminded me of this. And I want, I want to show you how we're going to declare it as we did last time. There's something, before we go there, the Passion Translation. Let me read this to you. Go to Psalm 35, the Passion Translation. But I want to read something from the scriptures, John 1. It's impossible for the word of the Lord to fail. I say it again, it's impossible for the word of the Lord to fail. The word is God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. We need to see there's no difference between God and his word. They are one. We must put a complete confidence in God's word. Uh, on, on God's word. A confidence in, on God's word. Complete. That when we say it by faith because it's God's word, remember that ancient paths is done. All things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of man. This is what I saw. Um, when we speak the word of God, darkness cannot prevail. And this is what he says. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And the other version says, darkness cannot comprehend it. Look at this now. O oh Lord, fight for Kenya. Harass the hecklers. Accuse Kenya's accusers. Are we ready to say it together? Say it with faith. O oh Lord, fight for Kenya. Harass the hecklers, accuse Kenya's accusers. Fight those who fight against Kenya. Put on your armor, Lord. Take up your shield and protect Kenya. Rise up, mighty God. Grab your weapons of war and block the way of the wicked who come to fight against Kenya. Fight for Kenya, stand for Kenya. When they stand against Kenya, speak over Kenya's soul, I am your strong savior. Let's say it together. Speak, go back there. Speak over Kenya's soul, I am your strong savior. Go on next. Humiliate those who seek Kenya's harm. Defeat 
them all. Say to the vigor, defeat them all. Frustrate their plans to defeat Kenya and drive them back. Disgrace them all as they have devised their plans to disgrace Kenya. Hold right there. When there is fighting in a nation, it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Righteousness exalts the nation, but sin is a reproach. All fighting, all strife has the root of wheat in sin. So what does it say? Frustrate their plans to defeat Kenya and drive them back. Disgrace them all as they have devised their plans to disgrace Kenya. Blow them away like dust in the wind with the angel of Almighty God driving them back. Make the road in front of them nothing but slippery darkness with the angel of the Lord behind them chasing them away from our nation. All those evil spirits for though Kenya did nothing wrong to them, they set a trap for it or for her, wanting her to fall and fail. Listen to what follows. Surprise them with your ambush, Lord, and catch them in the very trap they set for Kenya. Let them be the ones to fail and fall into destruction. Then, have you, have you heard some, oh, what is going to happen? Have you heard such? Listen this. Then my fears will dissolve into limitless joy. My whole being will overflow with gladness because of your mighty deliverance. Everything inside of me will shout it out. There is no one like you, Lord. Let's say it together. There is no one like you, Lord. Let's say it together. There is no one like you, Lord. For look at how you protect the weak and helpless from the strong and heartless who oppress them. Would you give him shouts? Would you give him shouts? Hallelujah. Noted. Noted. Everything inside of me will shout it out. There is no one like you, Lord. Why is that so? For you, look at how you protect the weak and helpless. All the turmoil, the upheaval in a nation is the weak and helpless who suffer. From the strong and heartless who oppress them, everything inside of me will shout it out. There's no one like you, Lord. Will you shout? 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 Shouts! Shouts! Shouts of our Lord! Victory! Victory! Victory in our land! Victory in our land! Victory in our land! Hallelujah! 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 Father, so shall your word be that goes out of your mouth it shall not return to you void but it shall accomplish that which you please and prosper in the thing thereunto. Therefore, Father, we mix our faith with these words, your word, put in the mouth of your servant David. And we speak these words as you've spoken them of our nation. We thank you for the angelic beings of God who hearken to the voice of your word. All of our nation, all principalities and powers, the upheaval of the kingdom of darkness, the word has gone forth. You shall fall. You shall fail. Father, we do thank you and praise you 
for having given us victory. We stand against the will of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. We've spoken your word and that's our testimony. Victory over the enemy. Victory over the purposes of the enemy. Victory over the enemy in the name of Jesus. The angel of the Lord moving all of our nation to stop all kind of evil. And we plead the blood of Jesus of our nation. We plead the blood of Jesus of our nation. We plead the blood of Jesus of our nation against the will of the enemy. And Father, we humble ourselves before you as your people. Forgive our sins and heal our land, Father. Pour out rains in our land. Help us, Father, through your mercy and your grace and heal this nation. We thank you again for having delivered us from the will of the enemy in Jesus' name. Amen. Anyone who has said something from the Lord and you want to share with us anything? Yes, come join. Okay, good evening, church. For the Holy Spirit to help me articulate what I heard quickly and to the point. Um, when you asked us to lift our hands and uh, sing hallelujah, the song that came to me was, This is Your House. It is by Don Moen, but I only knew the chorus. But I googled it. I read the first stanza. As we gather in this place today, Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Have your way as we lay aside our own desires. Sweep across our hearts with holy fire. Have your way. Then it says, this is your house, your home. We welcome you. Lord, we welcome you. This is your house, your home. We welcome you today. Then it goes on and on. Then when we started praying and I knelt down, uh, the Spirit took me to Second Chronicles uh, chapter 7 from verse 11. You know, he pastor had just finished talking about the temple. It says, So Solomon finished the temple of the Lord. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. As well as the royal palace, he completed everything he had planned to do in the construction of the temple and the palace. Then one night, the Lord appeared to Solomon and said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this temple as the place for making sacrifices. House of sacrifice. At times, I might shut up the heavens so that no rain falls or command grasshoppers to devour your crops or send plagues among you. Then verse 14 is a common scripture. Then, if my people who are called by my name, we called by his name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. My eyes will be open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. For I have chosen this temple and set it apart to be holy, a place where my name will be honored forever. I will always watch over it, for it is dear to my heart. So it may have been spoken to Solomon during his time, but I believe the Holy Spirit does not speak in vain, and there's a reason why he would speak that to my heart today concerning this place, so that we know that our prayer that we make here is not in vain, because this is not just any ordinary place. Yes. 
That's what I had. Heavenly Father, we glorify your name. This is your house. It's your home. We have yielded our hearts to you to pray from the high place that you have called us, Father. And we want to thank you for the assurance that you are giving us, that you hear us, that as our prayers have risen to you, then we have impact even for the nation. So, Father, let every prayer that has proceeded from the hearts of your people tonight cause impact and we see results because we see the, the rains, we'll see the end of violence and chaos. And Father, let this set in motion the season of peace and the season of building because this is your house and this is your home. In Jesus' name we pray and we receive. Amen. Let this now set in motion the season of what? Peace and restoration, which is peace and prospering. Peace and building. So we call this season a season of peace. The Bible says we call those things that be not as though they were. We call the season, this season in our nation, a season of peace, quietness, rest, to build and prosper. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah.